Speak Easy Studios. Speak and be heard. What effect does stress have on your life? How does it affect your relationships? What about your business? My name is Lynn LaSalle of It's Why, and my clients call me the identity coach because they discover how to take back control of who they want to be and how they react to stress. This message needed to get out to a larger group of people. So I created a group that helps people identify and manage the stress they never realized they had. We're going to explore questions that challenge you to find your inner power that got buried so deep within because of that stress and take back control of the situations that caused that stress in your daily life. A small change can make the biggest difference. You make the difference. Welcome back to this week's episode of IPP Thursday. If you're returning from last week, I am so glad you're here. And if you're new to this week's episode, I'm really excited that you've come to join us today. It's been a crazy week for me, and I'm really excited that we're going to be wrapping up the week tomorrow on Friday. But I wonder if you've ever had the thought like I did this week. How often do you wish you had extra hours in a day? What? All the time? Believe me, I can feel you on that one. So let me ask you, do you stick to a specific way that you manage your schedules for work and for home, continuously looking for new ways to manage time? Do you keep them separate? Do you put them together? How do you work on that? How do you make sure that you're maximizing the time that you get in each individual day? It can be an exhausting question. It could be an even more exhausting answer. So I just want to share with you uh, some little research that I did. I came up with from the University of Georgia. So they provided some time management tips. Number one, know how you spend your time. Another tip that they recommend is record what you're doing for 15 minutes at a time, just 15 minute intervals. And do it for one to two weeks and repeatedly review. So what do you think you could accomplish by maybe documenting these things, recording what you're doing in 15-minute intervals and doing that for a couple of weeks? What do you think you could gain from that? It's an interesting question, right? So most importantly, we can look back at that and say, are we setting priorities? Well, when we make a to-do list, I know very often most of us can feel like everything on the list is a priority. But when we actually record what we're doing in that 15 minutes, are we going to figure out that maybe maybe we stopped and we kind of like got caught up in social media or maybe we saw a neighbor out at the window or someone from a neighboring office and we stop and say, oh, hey, John, how you doing today? How's everything going? And then suddenly you come back to your desk and now you're like, okay, what's next? And in that 15 minutes, you may not have accomplished very much, right? It, it happens to all of us. And it's kind of a way to that we refresh ourselves. But it's important to recognize how often we do that. Because if we're taking that time away from what is priority and we're not getting that done, well, that might go back to a few weeks ago when we were talking about deadlines, right? So it's important to set priorities. How do you do that? Well, 
the University of Georgia recommends that um, you kind of make a chart, uh, kind of like a grid. So on the left side, let's say one column, you have the first line is important and the second line is not important. Now in your next column, you title that urgent and you mark down what that is that was important. Is it urgent or is it not urgent? And that's the next column. And what you can start to see from that is are the priorities that you are setting for yourself something that is urgent or something that is not urgent? Because if it's not urgent, you might want to redefine what a priority looks like for you. Does that make sense? Another tip that they gave is use a planner tool. And what works best for you? Ask yourself that. Because I know for me, um, I like to use uh, an online calendar. I use Google Calendar because I can put everything in there. I can color code it and I can block out even travel time in between things, which makes it very easy for me to try and keep my schedule straight, not only professionally, but personally. And it, it kind of keeps the time on schedule. Um, get organized. That's number four. Tip number four from the university. Get organized. Organization can look like a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So it's important for you to determine what being organized looks for you and then determine how to get the best organization you can for yourself. Number five, schedule appropriately. What do you currently schedule? That's an important thing to think about. When I schedule, it's looking at the time that I have in between the most important things that I know I have to do, the things that are fixed on my calendar that happen every week at the same day, the same time. And then I may have to squeeze things around it. But I also have to be very cautious to make sure that I'm allowing time in between those things if there's travel involved. I don't know if that pertains to you. Another thing that the university suggests is delegate to others. And that could be anywhere at work or at home. If you're at work and you have an assistant or a coworker, and there's something that you could use help with, you can maybe ask for help or if you're a boss and you have a team, you can assign tasks to those people and not necessarily have to take the burden all on yourself. If you're at home, then maybe you can ask your, your partner, your husband, your wife, your friend, your sibling, your child, somebody to help you. It's possible. It could be a little task, but maybe it's just as simple as, wow, the garbage is overloading and it, it's starting to smell and... We really need to take it out, but you're busy in the middle of cooking dinner. Can you turn around and say, hey, Jim, can you do me a favor and take the trash out so it doesn't smell in here anymore? And you never have to leave your post in the kitchen if you're cooking. Simple idea. You can apply it to more complex things. So tip number seven is stop procrastinating. How often do you find yourself? Oh, I could do it later. Oh, I could do it tomorrow. Then tomorrow comes and it's like, oh, I could do it later. I could do it tomorrow. We've all done this at some point or another. But if we continue to do that, we're not getting things done. So it's super important to make sure that we try to stop procrastinating, stop putting off to tomorrow what we could just get done today. Makes sense, right? And then number eight, manage time wasters. We all have them. They may not look the same, but we all have them. What do they look like for you? Time wasters. Well, I'm going to say sometimes that could be the social media, not Posting on social media, not marketing on social media, but just that continuous scroll. And before you know it, oh my God, it's an hour later. Now I'm late. Could happen, right? 
I know a few people it's happened to, and hopefully it doesn't happen to you. Um, avoid multitasking. Multitasking can be a really great skill to have because often we do need to do it. But we have to really identify whether the multitasking is a valuable tool to use in the moment. So ask yourself, if you're multitasking, is it saving you time? If it's not saving you time, you might want to think about that. And think about what saving time or using extra time looks like for you, because it, it could be different for everybody. Um, most importantly, tip number 10 is stay healthy. In today's world, staying healthy is more important than ever before. And one of the most important things you can do to stay healthy, don't say I can't, here it comes, me time. The infamous me time that many of us will sacrifice in order to complete the to-do list, to really just make the priorities, make everything urgent. We always go in the not urgent column. We always go in the not important column. If there are any of you out there that have mastered putting me time on your list and getting back to basics and being healthy, please post your tips below this podcast because there might be somebody who's listening out there that could really learn from what you have to say. But that me time is, I can tell you from my own experience, one of the most important things that you can actually do for yourself. And it may only be a few minutes, but a few minutes is enough to recharge. And eventually when you get in that habit of a few minutes, then it can become a few more minutes. And maybe it can become a quarter of an hour, maybe half an hour, and maybe an hour a day. Let's face it, we can be much more productive when we're staying healthy and we're taking care of ourselves. And we actually prioritize that the me inside you is important. So I shared with you 10 tips from the University of Georgia today. And we talked about priorities and what's important, what's not, what's urgent, what's not. And I would ask you, how might utilizing some of these tips impact your success and your overall well-being? Thanks so much for coming for this week's IPP Thursday questions and tips. I hope that it was beneficial for you. If you have thoughts around anything that we've shared today, please put it in the notes underneath the podcast, because there may be somebody who can really value your experience and learn from it. I know we want to hear about you because you make the difference. Thanks so much for listening today. Please come back for next week's IPP Thursday. Have a great weekend, and we look forward to seeing you next week.